Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday, so you know what that means. It's an all-new episode of The Rap Lab. It's your boy, The Candyman. $20 cash, tax-free. Whatever you need, come see me. It's the A-L-F-R-E to the D. Bro, what up? It's the one and only, the only one, the Red Bob MC. It's the one and only, true G. Just call me the Q. And y'all know who I be, the one and only T-O. And y'all know the question that still remains to this day. What's the dealio? You know, you've been asking that question since day one, and I still don't know what's the dealio. But good, it's the it, that's that's the thing. It's a suspense. Anyway, a couple of announcements before we get into the we get into the meat and potatoes of this show. Uh, number one, again, I want to just big it up. Our very own Rev Barber got his own barber shop, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, Rev, yes, tell, them, tell them tell them where, where they could uh, get their haircuts at. Two Burrow Cuts, 95-0489th Street, Ozone Park. We've been open for a little over uh, two weeks. Everything is looking good. All the cuts is coming out good. And braids is fire. So come holla at us. Absolutely. And he, in addition to haircuts, like you said, he got the LeBron James of hair braiding in his shop. So go see that man. Uh, you know, Rev, you still, giving, you still got school supplies too, right? Yes, I do. Still got the school supplies. All right, so if you got kids and your kids get a haircut, make sure you get them notebooks and them pencils and them pens, you heard? Uh, also, um, everybody's been asking since the uh, shot. But before I even make this announcement, shout out to our guy, David Angel, on the photography, man. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he did some fire fire photos for us. And ever since them photos came out, people been asking you, where I could get a shirt at? Well, you can go to teespring.com slash rap lab. And you could get the same shirts we was wearing in the photo shoot. $25, $24.99, plus shipping and handling. And a shirt would be yours. So uh, if you do get a shirt, uh, send us a picture, DM us, and uh, we'll I'll do something special for y'all. Without further ado, uh, let's get into the news for this week of hip-hop. Uh, number one, we got a battle. QG uh, started off for us. Uh, Cassidy versus Tory Lanez. Talk to the people. This is a very interesting situation. How this whole thing came about is Tory Lanez went to Hot 97 and he did a freestyle over Cassidy's track, I'm a Hustler. And he did his thing. You know, people enjoyed it. And the problem was a lot of people said that it sounded Cassidy-ish. And he sort of used a couple of lines that Cassidy already used. Cassidy saw this. And he put it out there that he put out a clip putting, he said this line, I already said it. He said this line, I already said it. And, you know, Cassidy going on the high of that, he decided to release a diss track in response called Perjury. And he goes in on Tory Lanez. And Tory Lanez was like, yo, I got nothing but love for Cassidy. Cassidy's one of my favorites. I would never, you know, do anything to disrespect him or whatever. But, we all know the rules in hip-hop. We all know the rules in battle. You say something, 
I got to get back at you. So Tory Lanez came back with his response. <laughs> and uh, it was it was it was an interesting uh, this track that he came out with. And a couple of bars that he used, he was like, I leave Cash body in the casket. His career is in my prime to your prime dog. It's no comparison. What you going to prepare? Smack DVD appearances. Ding, ding, ding. 50 seconds of fame is up. Was in them hotels with R. Kelly. We should flame you up. So uh, the name of his uh, track, you know, you guys could you guys could look out there and check it out. But this thing kind of died down, really. Like it, it, it didn't it didn't continue after that. So I, I found it kind of interesting. And Tori actually addressed some situations involving the Megan Thee Stallion incident. So, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm. He had to he had to go in there and clarify that because uh, a, a real 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 hard time and this was his chance to address it. So it kind of came and went, guys. This whole thing between Cassidy and Tory Lanez, like Cassidy, he's kind of feeling the high of being in battle rap and he reinvented himself and he's getting a lot of buzz and credibility. I think he should just drop an album now while he's got the momentum. What y'all think? I don't want to hear no Cassidy album in no twenty twenty one. What's wrong with you? He can drop it though. I'm not saying I'm not saying you have to hear it. I'm saying with the buzz and momentum he got, it would be best business wise for him to put out a record. It will be, but I have a ever. I don't know, man. When it comes to mainstream, I wasn't a fan of Cassidy. Battle rap, Cassidy. I can fuck with any time, but uh, mainstream, I wasn't a fan of the whole hotels and one two uh, drinking my two step and all the other stuff, and it gets no better. But um, but this is not the first time Cassidy has addressed this because wasn't it in 2017, if I'm not mistaken, Tory Lanez dropped a freestyle and supposedly it bit off both Cassidy and Dom Q? Supposedly. I and Tony, go ahead. No, no, no. What you was going to say, Smooth? I thought Tory Lanez was an R&B singer. <laughs> hey, man. He, he's been known to let out a couple of raps or two, even though he's mostly known for his R&B. And I'm he's not surprised been to, he, he's been on the rap here and there. And I'm not surprised he addressed Megan again because supposedly they just had another incident at what? Where, where was it? That supposedly that he violated her space. Like how the hell we like come on, man. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to violate her space with all that ass she got, but I digress. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is they were both, I guess, invited to perform at the um I forgot what it was. And he was he thought he was slick because then he brought out the baby. Or was it the other way around? I think the baby brought out Tory Lanez. Yeah. So now I figured where a, this was going. They got a record together. They got a record together. So you know when he brought mm -hmm. him out, it kind of it kind of just went crazy after that. Yeah, I agree. QG, if Cassidy was to drop, now would be the time because you know he has some steam. He's back in the media. Came off the battle, did good in it. Now he's doing this, but um. I do agree with Alfred. <laughs> I don't know what a Cassidy album would sound like in 2021, and. If he's going that commercial route that he went before, I don't think that's winning formula there. But I'd be pretty interested to see these guys go like an ultimate rap league or smack or anywhere on the stage and let these two guys go three rounds, man, to settle it. I got a question. Even if he was to do it, Alvin, you think Swiss is going to back him up? Yeah, that'd be hard. I don't know. Man, ain't nobody checking for neither one of these fools, man. Uh-oh, there we go already. <laughs> I mean, as far as as far as the battle itself, it kind of died down. Yeah. So now, uh, like I was saying, 
it would be wise for me to concentrate on making a record. Nobody had, nobody here has to listen to it. Nobody buy it. I'm just saying, as far as buzz and momentum goes, you got people talking. This is the best chance to put out a record because that's the way it used to be. When you right. come out with a battle record, when you do that, you get a buzz. You generate that. Then you go into the album, yep. and then you it, it, that 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 would be the method that would be wise for somebody trying to put out something. But who knows if Steve got anything in the studio in the stash because we've seen him on social media of him producing tracks and people actually laughing about the beats he's been creating. But, you know, it's it's it, it's up to Cassie. It's up to Tory Lanez. We'll see what goes on from there. Well, if Cassie putting out a record, it'll be his first one since 2007. So I don't think he got it no more. Uh, we'll see. The only thing is we'll see. No, I ain't interested in neither one of those two dudes battling each other, but they do battle each other. I hope I hope they destroy each other. I'd love to see Cassidy back in the ring, but against somebody in the battle world because he's been doing pretty good with that. He, nobody has killed him, killed him. He mm -hmm. survived each and every time, and, and a lot of people got him winning the last battle 2-1 to one mm -hmm. against Hitman Allah. It depends who you ask. Word. So I don't know. Maybe murder. Maybe murder Mook. Murder Mook is battling Reed Dollars. Mm. So if Murder Mook finish finishes with Reed Dollars, so from Philly. So you can imagine Mook is going to throw some Cassidy bars in there anyway. Right. Hey, Tory Lanez is somebody you got to watch out for me because like you sleep on him and he's the type he'll catch that W on you quick. You know, even though he is an R&B singer, but I don't think he should take him lightly. Right. Mm -mm. Right. Don't 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 sleep on that dude. Word. All right. Next uh, topic of discussion. Uh, Eminem is going to appear in the 50 Cent BMF, BMF series as White Boy Rick, which uh, for those of y'all who know anything about uh, infamous drug dealers, uh, Ricky Worley, White Boy Rick, was a, as a legend in Detroit. Yo, Rev, you got family in Detroit. Talk to us. Yeah, man. Big supporters of Eminem in Detroit, man. He got the whole city behind him anytime he does anything. Um, as far as acting, you know, he did good in Eight Mile and people wanted more and he chose not to do any more acting gigs. So I'm surprised like decades later, he, he gets the acting bug. But why not in BMF? You know, 50 Cent has been on fire when it comes to these series on stars. You know, say what you want about power, but it's, it's definitely one of, one of the all time highest grossing shows on that network. I wouldn't even get stars if, if power wasn't on that network. But I'm interested to see what he does in BMF, man. I want to see how serious he takes it. And, you know, of course, he did good in 8 Mile because that kind of was about his life. So I want to see what he does here. I'm pretty interested. It, 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 would, def it would definitely be interesting. Like, and like he said, uh, we really haven't seen an acting career since 2002, hence 8 Mile. And, of course, that goofy-ass role he did in The Wash. But, um, but of course, it, it has a great connection. You know, this is 50 series. You know, Eminem helped put 50 on the map with the aftermath, shady signing and all that stuff. So it's going to be interesting. I would like to see it. And um, I hope it I hope it goes well. Like, I'm interested in seeing it, too, is what I'm saying. I'm very proud of 50 with what he's been doing with his production company and the success of Power. And he had another show named For Life, which they canceled on abc i'm still mad at y'all for that yeah, um, me too. wasn't that the He's, show about the lawyer in jail yeah yep. it was it was it was a great 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 show 
I saw him um, at the train station. Oh, oh you did? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Good guy. Good actor, man. Great show. If anybody could catch any episodes anywhere, please, you'll learn something from it. But, but back to the topic at hand. Yeah, 50 Cent. Uh, even Snoop Dogg is in the BMF series, which is cool. And uh, Eminem is playing um, Richard Wurst Jr. It was really in Detroit in the 1980s. And like Candyman mentioned, White Boy Rick. And White Boy Rick served more than 30 years in prison. And uh, Wersh, who says the FBI and, and Detroit police taught him the drug game and then double crossed him. And, you know, that was that's that's a that's a that's a crazy story. And he wanted one hundred million dollars for his trouble. <laughs> so uh, he also gave props to Eminem for, for, for agreeing to be a part of this role. He's very happy to see that. And like you guys mentioned, M hasn't done a lot of acting. Of course, Eight Mile is, is, is fantastic. He was actually supposed to be in the movie Southpaw, but he turned that down and decided to do something for the soundtrack instead. I thought that would have been interesting. If anybody's never seen it, it's a boxing film. That 50 Cent is in a boxing promoter. And it's a very good movie. Very good. That's it's the one, one with Jake Gyllenhaal? It's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's the same okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Eminem was supposed to play his part. Wow. Imagine yeah. that. It was, I, I, and you know what? Based on, on the character and how it looked, because... Here you have a boxer that's very close with his daughter and everything like that. We know how Eminem is close with his daughter, so it probably could have worked out. But, you know, Eminem, I feel with him, he has to really feel it. He has to be in it. And right. like you guys said, it's been a long time since he's done something like this. And to see and him this, do it, it's This is it's almost, 20, almost 20 years of not acting. You know, what, you, know what's a, you know what's an interesting footnote about all of this, fellas? What's up? Is the fact that uh, White Boy Rick had his own biopic a couple years ago in the movie theaters? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was wow. a movie, there was a movie called White Boy Rick. I actually went to go see it when it when it came out. Nobody ever saw it. I never I got a chance see to see it. it yeah, but I didn't I, get a I, chance I, to see it. I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, yeah it was definitely movie, out there. That movie was that movie was damn good. That came out in uh 2018. Wow. Okay. Yeah, man. I might have uh, to look that up somewhere. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey was White Boy Rick in that movie. So, That's a good pick. That's an Oscar award winner. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, so the and it's funny because the whole dynamic and I and I never understood how they never found him out. I mean, he was he was in the drug trade with all black people. He was the lone white guy. I mean, they did try to kill him though, but. Mm. Yeah, but but the trailer, the trailer is fire too. The the the, the trailer for BMF is on point. Like it'll be an interesting story to really watch and see. But yeah, we'll 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 uh, stay tuned for that. Um, next in the news, uh, this is actually a surprise to me. Drake says he's planning on working with the Alchemist. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, the Alchemist was the longtime Mob Deep producer. Um, oh boy, this now see right here, you better come correct if you're gonna work with Al Alchemist. Word. This is not the time to be boring and uh, and all that singing crap. I mean, I know he's going to be rapping, but what I'm saying is you better come with some heavy bars. This is an Alchemist production. And again, like Al just said, a longtime producer for Mob Deep. Yeah, I think he could do it, man. He did it with Primo. 
And, you know, he got his stuff right when he was with Primo. And Drake is super versatile. I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for being, like, such a versatile artist. You know, he does make his pop hits, but he does spit, he does spit man, or his ghostwriter or whoever. <laughs> Say what you want. <laughs> but when it, when it comes to working with, like, these um more of the street producers, I think he's done his thing. And I'm excited to see what beat he shows from Alchemist because Alchemist has a lot of different styles. So I want to see the route he goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, ALC is one of my favorite producers. I love what Alchemist does. This would be very interesting because from the beginning when Drake came into the game, there's a lot of people out there that's been telling me, yo, he could really spit. He, he, he's, he's, he's really nice. And the boy is talented, no question about it. To me, this would be a real test as far as a grimy, gritty type of sound, if that's what ALC he gave him because that's what I get from Alchemist a lot. You know, what I mean, he he has that he has that dark sound, and like Rev said, you know, he's worked with Kanye West, he's worked with Metro Boomin, he's worked with Just Blaze, he's worked with Primo, which raised my eyebrows. I was like, okay, you know, what I mean, like, cause I, I think he knows when it comes to certain producers that have a reputation as far as a resume, because come on, Al Alchemist worked with Nas, he worked with Mob Deep, he, you know, he worked with, he worked with M, you know, so he's one of those guys. And people asked Alchemist, did he anything? He's like, yeah. And uh, it's funny, there's actually a, a, a brand new word out there called Droplamist, where they combine Drake and Alchemist together to, uh, to do this uh song so it's 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 interesting really it, it it actually has my curiosity and shout out to alchemist because he's been doing he's been doing a lot like the work he did with freddie gibbs got oh, you know man. got its due yeah like alchemist is finally getting some well-deserved credit for his work i mean he needs it you know i mean he, he's great so I, just yeah. to see how this comes out man i'm actually interested in that yeah and, and and the thing is about Drake that I gotta give him credit. He's he's like one of the the like maybe the last mainstream biggest artists that will reach out to someone like possibly Primo and and uh the Alchemist because you don't see anybody else doing that. And, and like and like um he said he is super versatile and I, I I know I get on him about some of his rhymes and you know the the the, the way he directs his music, but um I give him credit where credit's due. You know, he he does expand. And like I said, I would say this. He is one of the people that I will respect that he is not one-sided as far as the direction of music. Like everybody will stay in that one formula because we know it's the biggest uh motive, not motivation. What was I gonna say? Like the biggest impact with the trap music and all that stuff. Drake don't do that. He'll he'll put trap, but he'll also do like hard beats, soft rap beats and stuff. So I gotta give him this man credit. As long as he yeah, know how to, talented. as long as he know what to do with that beat, then my yeah. biggest my biggest gripe with him, why I was so hard with him, was was for the R and B tracks. And besides the R and B tracks, there's certain lines that he would say in songs that I felt that was corny. Are you in still are you, are you still tripping over that catching bodies line from ten years ago? It ain't even about the catching bodies line. The first line that did it for me in the club, we balled chemo. That's whack. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. His phase. hated it, hated it, hated that. Line. And then, and then, and, and, and then the whole thing, you gonna make me catch your body like that. And, and then another line, he said, We went through your block, through your block where Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> 
He grew up in the mean streets of Toronto, fam. There is no, there is no mean streets in Toronto. Them streets is clean. You been to Toronto? Of course, I've been to Toronto. You can't find a speck of garbage in the street. Nothing. <laughs> I've been to Toronto twice. You went to the hood in Toronto? What hood in Toronto? So you mean to tell me Toronto don't have a hood? They ain't got no hood in no Toronto. The only so hood I'm in Toronto, the only hood in Toronto, is the hood in the cars. Oh man. So so why no hoods pro- in Toronto? So, so, so why they got projects in Toronto then if there's no hood? The only projects in Toronto was for the science class. <laughs> oh my God, yo, yo, you better be careful, man. I don't know. Toronto. I don't know what the, I I don't know what this guy talking about, man. This guy. I think what, he, guy talk- I think what he's trying to say is that Drake ain't grow up in the hood. Is what he's saying. Mm. And, and it ain't even. It's not even about growing up in the hood. If you if you grew up a good kid and had a good life, great. But don't come in this game and and, and try to portray something. I hate an actor that plays a rapper. Everybody knows who said that. You an actor that's rapping. There's oh, that's a difference. Big <laughs> There's a difference. Uh, you got to put some respect on on Drizzy's name, man. But 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 this respect is a... on re- respect Uh-oh. on. I I gave him respect. I don't know what more you want. You acting like I'm supposed to gas him up because he's supposed to be coming from the mean streets of Toronto. What mean streets of Toronto? Degrassi. Degrassi's the mean streets? Lawn oh, fertilizer? <laughs> Yo, you know you foul, right? You foul. How am I foul? What you... I mean, <laughs> Yo, check this out. All right, you know what? Since you want to play like that, we're going to talk about the mean streets of Toronto. You know who's in the gang in Toronto? Lance Storm, Bret Hart, Chris Jericho, and all the rest of them. That's the mean streets of Toronto. There's a big gang in Toronto, according to the Candyman Alfred, that's run by Bret the Hitman Hart, Lance Storm, and all these other people. Hey, hey, listen, listen. You, you, you listen. You keep fucking with Toronto. They're going to they're gonna come. You're going to end up like Dino Bravo. Walk in the house and find you slumped over in the chair. <laughs> hey, you're going to end up like Drake in the wheelchair if you keep running your mouth, Jimmy. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for, for for Drizzy to to be working with uh, Alchemist. Who knows? Maybe because you know, Mob Deep sound was pretty gritty, so this might be a, a a turn of the corner for Drake. So he might he might start making street hood music, gangster music. Who knows? He better for not. What? For what? He better if he yo, did you not? Oh, or really? If he does that, Pusha T gonna be for waiting what? with this. Pusha T gonna be yeah. waiting like, for that. I like, like Pusha T gangster but, music for what? No, 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 no. Push it, push it, push it. T is going to be having his bird man rubbing hands if he tries to make street hood music on the album's beat. Come Listen, on now, I like, don't I like, do it. I like push it, but he need to go sit his dope dealing self down. Right? What is Drake supposed to talk about on street gangster music? What is he supposed to say? I was on a TV show. I mean, what you? Want? I was in Toronto. I was at the Raptor game. I was jumping around. That's what you want to hear? <laughs> hey, man, listen. Drake, when all of a sudden done, he's retired, he's going to go down as one of the be- uh, the biggest rappers of all time. But what does that have to do with him making gangster music and being from the hood? He ain't no gangster. He ain't from the hood. Well, he claims he started from the bottom. Now he's here. So. Yeah, his bottom, his bottom oh. was a TV show. If that's the bottom, <laughs> I'd love to start from there. I'd love to. If, if, if that's his definition of the bottom, sign me up. Remember when, we, when when the world was first made aware of Drake, he was he had the uh, the crazy looking afro. He looked poor, bro. Like, he was a backpack rapper. Well, you he's a backpack rapper, ref. He used to be because when oh, he first okay. came up, he came out with little brother and them. 
Ah, okay. And then he switches, yeah. you know, his whole style. All right, so so I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna redo the grassy. Candyman oh, is gonna no. play Drake part, and I oh, no. shoot him. And when oh. I shoot, he, when I shoot, he's gonna die. Oh man, ain't gonna be no wheelchair for Candyman. The grassy was crazy, man. I don't know if y'all saw that show, but I watched every man. episode up to season ten, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. It gets a little there's, uh, ten, after that there's 10 seasons in that show. Bro, that yeah, that yo, was a bro, that show, high school show. Was. <laughs> believe, bro, believe it or not, that, that show had like 13, 15 seasons what? from what I saw. Yeah. You, you gotta be kidding me. Oh, bro, oh yeah, listen, man. yo, bro, man, listen. I just actually started watching that show during the pandemic. You know, we had all that free time. The show's pretty good, man. It deals with a lot. Yo, that first episode, their pilot episode is crazy. Man, it deals with a lot of like um issues that like you know kids in high school deal with as far as you know like um uh, rape, being abducted, you know yeah. shooters. I yeah, ain't it, gonna lie, I used to make I used to make fun of that show, but it Me did too. like t- it it did touch on a lot of real issues. Teenage that, pregnancy, yeah, teenage pregnancy, yep, abortion. I never I never knew that show existed at all when Drake came out and people. People say he used to be on the show Degrassi. I said, "What is Degrassi?" And Same. then people was telling me about it. So I was like, "Oh, okay." But like, if you guys say that the show was good and the script and everything, and it dealt with issues, more power. That's no problem because they need TV like that. It's they, funny because they, they took still a shot DJ at him. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Tia. What happened? What they? And they what they do? Oh, they took a shot at him. That's what Eric just said. They took. Nah, a they shot took a at shot him? at Drake on one of the seasons. Talking they about did? um. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> talk about like uh being a famous rapper like this guy named Drake, and then someone was like, Who's that? Like on the show. Oh, what episode was that? I want to watch it. That was after he left. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, after he left. All right, you remember so, that now? Nah, I, I don't what season that. was that? What season was that? <laughs> it was definitely after he left because they right, graduated. Start, why like, don't you start from season one, sir? No, no, no. I'm gonna start from there and then I'm gonna work my way back. I'm gonna start with the good, then I'm gonna go with the bad. <laughs> oh my they god, did, they did JT dirty though. Yeah, they stabbed they, that. they stabbed him, bro. He had a rough life after that. That was crazy, pregnant, bro. The man was the man was working in the pharmacy stealing pills. Like it was crazy. Yeah, all for that baby, man. And he never even lived to see the fucking baby. But hey, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, yo, that show is nuts, man. On the low. Yeah, check out the grass. The is free on Amazon Prime for those of y'all that got Amazon. That's how I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just got to. What, what, what was what was the night we used to come on the the CTV or the, no, the noggin? Nah, the end when noggin. The end when, when noggin used to. What, once eight o'clock came, noggin was the end. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> oh man, I'm going through, uh, yo yo, not not for nothing. I thought Hazel was a baddie, bro. When I was younger, bro. Oh, she still is possibly. <laughs> I have. I I don't. I don't know what she looked like now, but yeah, man. But yo, Drake. Nah, nah, she still looks good. Cause remember, remember that, remember that reunion picture after the uh the video he did. She was there. Oh. Well, she was my favorite. Yo, I'm not going to lie. One last thing about Degrassi before we move on. So when I was 12 years old when Degrassi first started, right? So I was entering middle school in 2002. And I really thought, but from watching Degrassi, I'm like, yo, school is supposed to be like this. Like, I thought I was, I, I went into, I, I went into the sixth grade expecting to have sex. Like, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> All from Degrassi, bro. But anywho. Uh, but yeah, Drake and Alchemist, I, I, I expect big things from, uh, from both of them, of course, Alchemist got the experience, and Drake has done everything rap-wise other than go diamond. So, surprisingly, but yeah, he I hasn't mean, gone diamond. No, he hasn't gone that, di- bro. There's only ten albums in rap history that have gone diamond, and a lot of them I think took more than ten years to go diamond. 
So, well, we know Nelly ain't gonna die in no ten years. Well, that was different, but yeah, man. <laughs> all right, all right. But moving along, um, I've been looking forward to this topic the most. Uh, as most of y'all know, uh, Bill De Blasio, the New York City mayor, that son of a bitch. He was uh. Mm. Careful, 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 careful. You talk about me, you jumping into the politics game. Next thing you know, the feds gonna be at your door. Listen, listen, first off, first off, first off. Somebody being a son of a bitch is not an opinion. It's a fact. You can ask my mom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Yep, yep. Watch helicopters gonna be flying over your crib, man. Man, fuck the man. Anywho, um, yeah, he was hanging out with Slick Rick uh after uh hyping up the star studded hip hop show. Because, uh, you know, New York City is uh, having these free hip-hop concerts and concerts in general. One that got rained out uh, yesterday due to the storm. But So let me ask y'all first off, how y'all felt about Bill de Blasio hanging out with Slick Rick and wearing his chain? And what do y'all think about the free concerts? Good, bad, or you don't care? Start off with you, uh, QG. Free concerts is good for the people. Um, it's good for the public. And, I mean, there's been plenty in history. And especially with everything going on with the pandemic, people have been wanting to come out more. And especially with, you know, hip hop celebrating its birthday and hip hop week and everything like that. So I wasn't surprised to see that because I've seen a situation like this before with Mayor Bloomberg when Mayor Bloomberg had Ice-T appear on on tv with him and then ice t made a comment he was like does mayor Bloom? i mean does mayor um, bloomberg know who i am i mean does he know what i represent you know what i mean so it's like at the when i saw the clip of slick rick um you know taking off the chain and putting it on the blasio throwing his hands up and all i said i i mean i expected it and 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 and, and it didn't necessarily have to be ricky it could have been anybody up it's just it's like Rick chose to do that. And so I just I just took it for what it was. You know, what I mean, I didn't feed into it. I mean, it's I felt it is what it is with that, because the Blasio was, you know, you, you got the shirt on the Bronx versus everybody. You got your hands in the air and, you, you, you know, you dancing along. It's it's a political game. That's all it was. Like, I, I mean, yeah, he I doesn't necessarily have to be a hip hop fan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he. He just did what he did for that time on stage. It was it was Slick Rick up there. He was throwing his hands up. He was trying to be, you know, part of the people. We've seen that plenty of times with, you know, with other politicians. We've seen Bill Clinton stand around a couple rappers. We've seen Bush. We've seen all these other people. So well, it's nah, like, well, well, it's a political Bill, thing. Bill Clinton took it a step further. He, uh, he sat amongst the people eating fried chicken while at Rucker Park watching the Entertainers Basketball Classic. I thought that was really cool. You see... You see, you see where you're going with it. <laughs> what, what am I going with it? He, he's oh. at, he, he he's adding all the extra. He's adding all a lot extra with that one, right? That's there. what he did, and he was and he was chilling uh, with Fat Joe because remember, Fat Joe had a squad, uh, the terror squad in the in the, in, in the EBC. Remember? That, that's see, that's but, a, that's documented. But you see what he's trying to do? He's trying to say Bill Clinton is black. I'm not saying Bill Clinton. Is That's black. exactly where you're going Those with words, fried chicken and all that no, stuff no, like no, that. No, yeah, no, come on, man. Don't do that. that don't do that. Don't, no, you don't that. do that, man. That's what you're doing. Don't, don't, don't sit here and do that. No, you don't sit there and do that. And you ain't the first one who did it, too. Chris Tucker did the same thing. Chris Tucker told Bill Clinton, he was like, I tried to be the first black president, but you beat me to it. 
All I said was he was in Harlem at the Rucker. Why no other president would go to eating eating fried chicken and all that stuff. What's yeah, you, the, like? moment, the moment you mentioned you you insinuating it. That's what you do. No, he was on camera. He had the box in his hand. You see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you added all that extra stuff in it. He was yeah. He was in the hood in Harlem eating fried chicken. Is the Rucker not in Harlem? Come on. You're not answering the question. Ask Cameron and, and Jimmy Jones if Rutgers are Oh, here we go. <laughs> bro, Harlem just gave you the card back, bro. Come on. Yeah, but you keep you 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 keep you keep going on and on, shoving your foot in your mouth again with all that other stuff. So ask Cam and them about about Rutgers. Harlem, I just want to apologize. <laughs> but uh. Oh, man. Yo, blame yeah, this guy, Harlem. Blame this guy. I I didn't do nothing. <laughs> Fried chicken eating among the people and all that. But Rev, talk about it, Rev. What you think I, about that? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Why? I was there during those days when politicians would slam hip hop. And now they're using these guys as an in with the community. I ain't forget. Mm. And I ain't really forgive. So I saw that and you know nothing against slick rick and everything i know he you know he's older now i'm sure he's more peaceful man and everything like that but nah Dion warwick all of them i remember everything i don't like any of it so when i see these politicians you know with the hip-hop guys and arm in arm and putting chains on and stuff no 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 no. these were the same people that was bashing it these was the same people saying that it was a fad saying that we were gonna go away and now they trying to leech off of us just to get to the community. Nah, I'm not a fan of it. And I know, you know, they open up the city and they're doing events and a lot of things pertain to hip hop now because of the popularity. So it does go hand in hand. And I'm appreciative of that, especially for the genre, because I do want it to be on a big platform, especially with a hip hop museum and everything like that. But I just don't like it personally. I, I, I understand everybody's point, especially ease, because... That's like saying if Calvin Butts was to go on stage and let's just say Buster Rhymes give him his chain. Hell no, I ain't gonna like that. Calvin Butts, after he was one of the he was one of the main people that was going against hip hop. See, but the thing Damn. is, but 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 de Blasio claims that he's a lifelong hip hop fan, according to him. So he's just, man, he's trying oh, to validate please. that. Oh, please. He's just trying to get over because who does he you like know, kid and play? <laughs> Fuck out of here, man! Well, Sorry, Tio. He no, no, he likes Vanilla Ice. Um, probably, but, uh, but come Millie on, Vanilli? man, Millie. Oh shit! <laughs> Fucking believe that shit. Fucking God. Nah, I man. mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean. When you look at the show, I mean, KRS was there, nice, and smooth, so sonic force to kick Capri, and 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 and, and they've been shows all over. So that's a very interesting question. Like, what is your hip hop knowledge? Claim to be a hip hop fan. Like, what do you actually know about? So, here, so here's my thing. I actually watched the stream as uh, well. I didn't watch the whole six hours, but I watched. I watched a bit of that concert, and two things I noticed. One, um, I don't know why they would they would stream it for free, but put commercials in during the sets. They didn't wait for the sets to finish. Like, they put a commercial right in the middle of KRS One set, which pissed me off. But also, a lot of yeah, guys. Also. A lot of these guys were in rough shape. Cool Modi looked like he could barely move in that concert. Yeah, I was a little worried about him. But um, 
By the way, I got a bone to pick with Slick Rick. Uh, T.O., can you cue up the sound effect, please? We interrupt this program. We have a special bulletin from the Rat Lab podcast. Once again, it's the Candyman. As usual, his rants. Alfred is ready to go on a rant, unfortunately, on Slick Rick. This is going to be really interesting, people. Tune in right now. I used to, I used to like Slick Rick, right? Slick Rick, absolute legend. His first two albums was favorites of mine. However, and I and this is the second week in a row I got a gripe with somebody. But see, I, I don't like him hanging out with De Blasio because De Blasio is a clown. But Slick Rick been a clown for the last decade now. I tell you why. So I happened to be at a Brooklyn Nets game one day, right? Oh. And they said Slick Rick was going to perform at halftime. Honestly, I'm not a Nets fan. The reason I went to the game was to see Slick Rick perform, right? The man was performing Teenage Love. One, he forgot the words. Mm. And then when he remembered the words, he was rapping off beat. And I'm just like, yo, Slick Rick, like this song is like 30 years old, fam. 30 years old. You performed this song countless times. How you forget the words? And this is one of your most popular songs. So, Slick Rick fell out of Candyman favor ever since that day. Damn. Now, he got he had to cut his set short at halftime because he got booed off the court. <laughs> That's true, though. It is true. It, it did happen. It did. It did. It did happen. And Rick, it's a shame, but you know what? This happens to a lot of MCs as far as music. And you know what the crazy part is? that Like, talking to a couple of people who have gone to these shows and seen their favorites, that's why it's very, very important that you do have somebody up there with you to help you. And it's a trick that I'm sure Eric knows about this. When you have your hype man and you have somebody up there backing you up, feeding you these lines to help you or, or, or possibly cover for you, because you know who else goes through that same issue? Nas. Really? Nas has said this himself. Yeah, he Nas does. has said this himself. There's, a, there's, there's times where he will forget a rhyme. And there's a clip on YouTube where he was performing. Uh, it was a song called uh, Surviving the Times. And he said it on the mic. I don't know this rhyme. And one of the fans said, I got you. And Nas was like, you got me? Come up here then, man. So he's like, yo, I don't know the first part, but you started off and then I'll continue. So it does happen. And yeah. you, like Rick being a, you, you know, be, Rick being a pro and being in the game all these years, like, like Candy Man mentioned over 30 years, it's, it happens. But my, you know, wait, unfortunately, question, it happened to Rick. Let me ask you a question. The song that Nas was trying to perform, was it his, it wasn't his, it's not like it was Life's a Bitch or Hate Me Now or. You know, it's not like it's one of his trademarks. That's been, songs. but there's been times, there's been times that he's forgotten lines from those. Oh my goodness! But he's such a good performer, he'll find a way to cover it. And it's not just Nas. There's plenty of artists that have done that. You just have to really look closely. Like if you see them performing a song that we all know, and they pause or move away or or or, or look away, mm -hmm. or the DJ would say something to cover it, like right. the line itself. That's a that's a trick used to cover up the fact that they forgot that line or yes, forgot and, that and, and I hate to and I hate to bring these guys back up, but see, but look what happened to Dipset at the verses. Yep, they forgot their lines. Yep. Yeah, it happens. It does. Personally, I've done shows and like this. Sounds like 
I may have a line and kind of like just, you know, let the beat rock or do a little dance move or something just to cover it up. But uh, guys like Slick Rick, you know, he's a bit older. Nas, you know, he, he's done so many shows. I'm not giving these guys out or giving these guys excuses because, you know, Locks ain't forgetting no words. That's true. <laughs> they was going into war. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they they like back- they, they practiced they practiced ready. <laughs> yeah, but back back to the subject at hand. I don't want to seem like you know I'm trying to be like you know negative yeah. about it or anything. I just I just when it comes to politicians and you know them standing with hip hop guys and you know personally, I would like to see more being done for the culture, especially like pertaining to the museum or outreach or, or okay. programs like in schools and stuff like that. Cause hip hop is a part of American culture. And, you know, if I see more, more of that stuff, I might be a little bit more like understanding and welcoming to the politicians, but you know, politicians in general are already known to have like their own kind of agendas and stuff like that. So when it comes to hip hop, I'm kind of like uh, a little protective of, of, of this thing of ours. All right. So Rev, let me ask you this though. Well, well, um, um, well. Before you go, Candyman. So, Rev, you want like a you want like a separation of church and state, probably. Like you know, hip hop yeah. will be here. We do our thing. You you yeah, want something yeah. like that, or like I was saying, you want you want like if 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 hip hop got more involved as far as sitting down with these politicians and meeting with these politicians, that way they understand the culture better. Yeah, everything you said, and just a seat at the table and and a bigger voice at the table you know what i mean because a lot of these politicians and our leaders everyone's over like 65 or 70 these guys were there during like colored seats and colored water fountain days so it's hard for me to take them serious or look at them like like these guys are here to help and these are the good guys and stuff like that i want some more modern people in charge or in office or or at least at the table to do better for the youth and the communities, especially and especially in New York, everything that's been going down, like with all the shootings and stuff like that. And it's nice of the Blasio to go and to a hip hop function and support. But we, we need him more a little uh, focus on the things that's happening on the streets and all these kids that are losing their lives, too. Thank you. And once again, I'm sorry, I don't mean to, like, <laughs> be sour grapes here, but it's just reality. It's my reality. It's too, the truth. It's the truth. You no, know, I yeah. see this in New York. Let me ask you this, though. You say you didn't like him hanging out with them. So shouldn't you be mad at the rappers for allowing him to come backstage and allowing him to, you know, hang out with them and wear their chains and stuff? Because they could all just say no if he asked them to perform. Yeah, it, it you know, it goes both ways, though, too, because they have to offer their extension, too, and be on some peaceful stuff if they're allowing this man to pretty much come there and be at their function or if it's vice versa where the state is putting on a performance and allowing these hip-hop guys you know that's, you don't want to be there yeah. you shouldn't have taken the gig if you ain't really with all that i'm sure there's guys who've denied that's, gigs before. that's right candy man right and and to go with you rev like and candy man you gotta think about that who set up the venue the, the city of new york set, set up the venue yeah. So right, it, would be, you know, it would be in bad oh, taste yeah slick rick to do that you know what i'm saying so my bad to cut you cue i'm just yeah, it would just be a bad. You'd be no, you'd no, be no, pretty no. much a bad guest if you'd be a bad guest if if you you know were to be like that. And I mean, I feel like it was a bit extra for him to give him his chain and stuff like that because uh, Slick Rick is notorious for his yeah, jewelry. Yeah. So it was just a little bit too much. I mean, I just hope that a conversation was had just about the community and just about like the direction of this city. And like, hey, we're here to do this hip hop. You know, I just I kind of wish like 
you know, they could have did that after and then maybe a roundtable discussion, not many cameras, not many videographers or something like that, but just a couple still images of these guys like kind of sitting down and getting to the point of how to make the city um, recover from COVID and, and, and get better and protect our kids and the youth in the streets. Totally agree. I feel you. But, but to, 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 to just harp off your last point, I would want a camera there only so I could hear what's talked about, you know, but because, you know, still a picture they could say, oh, yeah, we talked about X, Y, and Z. And, you know, they just talked about bullshit the whole time. But I, I <laughs> like it. the Mets or, or just regular stuff. Yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, but yeah, minimal coverage, you know what I'm saying? Just something kind of intimate. Maybe have one or two guys there to, you know, just keep the um the notes and stuff like that. Right. All right. But our, um, moving along, the next topic uh, we got covered, uh, we got a potential versus brewing. Uh, this one this one is full of beef from back in the day it's oh boy three six mafia versus bone dogs and harmony QG, you brought it to my attention so you go first this was something that was supposed to be set up a long time ago but then the pandemic happened and then it just completely just shut everything down now like you said Earlier, Candyman, this was a beef that was on wax. And it, it all came from when Bone Thugs came out, 3-6, along with a couple other people, felt that Bone stole their style with the fast flow and everything like that. But I, that's asinine because nobody else was doing the harmony with it. You see, that's the difference. You could rap fast, yeah. You could bring that lyricism into your technique and the flow. But unless you're in the harmonies... That's a completely different ball game. Crazy Bone, or, or it was Lazy, who, you know, was asked the question, you know, would you be open to do a versus? And we know Swizz has done stuff with Bone Thugs in the past. He even signed him to his label once. So they could make that happen. You know what I mean? They could definitely get that going. I got Bone smoking 3-6, though. Honestly, talked about verses before. We talked about 20 hits, man. Bones, Bones has got them standout single. They, they have songs, but if, if, if you're going round by round, I think Bone will get them out of here, honestly. Don't sleep on 3-6, because remember, they actually... I they actually sleeping. I'm just saying they're not going to win. Or just remember, who run it? Who run it? Come on, man. They're not going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're but you, but you supposed, supposed to be a ruthless fan. You ain't no ruthless fan. I am a, you know I am, why? I am a ruthless, a ruthless fan, fan because all their biggest I, hits came I'm, from ruthless. All their biggest joints came. Thuggish, ruggish bone for the love of money. All those things is gonna smoke by who won it. Get out of here, man. Listen, listen. You playing? You playing devil's advocate? That's what you do. Hold on. I am a ruthless fan, but at the same time, you know, you know, you know where my roots is at, man. I gotta go with my people. people. I don't. I don't. Memphis, Tennessee. I don't care bro. where your roots is at. Oh, it's, ow, about ow, gonna, ow, it's about who's going to win. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ow, ow, ow. You are not slick. The only reason why you're going for 3-6 because who was on Tether Club up? That have nothing to why, why? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It. It's got you everything to do with it. You a damn liar. You ain't think about a damn 3-6 mafia. And of course, and of course, with, if, if they collaborate with one of your favorites, exactly. If they and another thing, and another thing, Mark Henry. Explain that, Al. That don't have nothing to do with it. Yes, it does. Oh my! And God. at the same oh, time, and, it's at, and if and, and if you want to be and if you want to be truthful, Bone Thugs and Harmony did a record with Master P on the last dance. So what are you talking about? Why don't you rep for them then? 
Yeah, see, that, you gotta, that, you, that, you, hold on, hold on. See, that disproves you, your whole theory. Gotta, that disproves your whole your people. theory. It, it ain't no disproof. You playing, you playing devil's advocate, and you forgot. I just reminded you. I didn't forget. I reminded you. You did this forget you, because you run around you know with who run it. Nah, this is you. You don't know the song nigga. apparently. We gonna do it too. You don't know the song. <laughs> I had to. I had to remind you. Not you to had mention, a slick rip moment just it was now. Forgetting the lyrics. Stop yeah, you stop it. You acting like three six is gonna win. And they on the same got more mainstream hits. And they, no, they don't. 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 Lie. I don't know about that. Liar. Slob on my knob. Side Wrong. to side. Wrong. All you're doing. Oh, oh, side oh, to side, oh. And you know what else? You know what else? Since you like to break, you forgot. Rules. You forget crossroads. You forget crossroads. You forget. You forget. You forget. Thug love with pop. You forget notorious thugs with Biggie. There is no comparison here. They Bro, will smoke three six with all of them. You, you, you even forget about looking to my eyes. Listen, man, three six, and also if there's a crowd present, they'll rock the crowd better than than Bone Thugs would. How do you know that? Oh. How do you know that? And in fact, not e not even all the members of three six is going to be there. You yeah, do know that, don't you? Yeah, because some of three six is dead, asshole. No, of wrong. Course they can't be there. People, <laughs> people left the group, asshole. You think Gangsta Boo gonna be up there? No, but Project Pat will. Uh oh, that's Project so, Pat. Hey, we don't even know about OG there? the Juice yeah. Man. No one cares about him. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> is Crunchy Black gonna be up there, asshole? Nah, Crunchy <laughs> Black not gonna be there. Right. So shut your mouth. So, so technically, it's gonna be DJ Paul and Juicy J only. Yeah, because Lord Infamous is dead. But see, Al, is that enough? Is that enough to win a battle? DJ Paul and Juicy J, is that enough? Al, you forget at one point, three six had extensive members besides uh Lord Infamous and uh, what was this, what was other dude's name? Um, uh, uh, Koompa. There was other members back in the day, they just didn't get the shine like that, yeah, like Gangster Nicker. Um, who else? Um, uh, I forget, I forget, I forget Shorty's name, but. Was Indo G part of three six? No, I don't know. No, don't 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 sleep on don't sleep this on. This dude is not listening. This dude is not listening. It ain't about sleeping on anybody. They're gonna lose. Well, they are going to lose. Well, no, you even, I'm excited you even, for it because. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying it shows another element of hip hop. It shows a different element of hip hop because you know you got Bone Thugs and Harmony who pretty much rap together they harmonize you know they they go off of, off of each other and they're a bigger group and three six mafia has like that um college football vibe you know that um get your hype and 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 big instruments in there in in what they do so i think it's going to be pretty monumental and as far as sleep i feel like nobody should just sleep on the overall versus battle because you know these guys are are national stars you know everyone had caught a three six mafia or bone thugs album at least once in their life. You know, these guys have been of on course. TV. Uh three six mafia had a show on MTV. Let's not forget three six mafia won an Oscar. So what does that got to do with the verses? They might as well they might as well bring the yeah, Oscar see? with them. So this is gonna be good man. I mean obviously they had that hit <laughs> uh, and then when they lose it again and then when they lose again I'll play when the Saints go marching in for this <laughs> dummy right here and then he's out of here. <laughs> Why gotta be a dummy? Ow, 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 ow. Lately, man, your, your pick of choices ha haven't been good. 
you know, the luck hasn't been happening as far as sports and, he gonna and lose, music. <laughs> and he's and he going to lose again. He's going to lose again. So pick 3-6 Mafia. All you people out there listening, follow the Candyman if you want to get down to the Primrose Path, and then you're going to get your head cut off, just like he will after 3-6 <laughs> loses. <laughs> and if 3-6 wins, I got a special surprise for this show. All right. but 3-6 ain't man. winning nothing. <laughs> they going to lose, and then Candyman going to lose, and then that's it for him. He out of here. We gonna have to, you know what we gonna do? We, we gonna have to get a new host. He out of here. He out of here. Listen, yo, Barry, come on the show, Barry. Ba- Barry, show, who? Barry, Barry Grant? Take over. Oh, Barry no, Grant. not again. Oh, no, not Barry BG. Grant. We gonna, we gonna not get BG out of here, and we're gonna get Barry Grant on here. Hey, 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 hey. Not nah, even better, bro. If you're gonna say he's out of here, you gotta do it the Gary Cohen way. It's he's out of here. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. First off, <laughs> if, if, if Barry Grant took over this show, you're just going to hear at the beginning of the show, on a Sunday! No, no, no. We don't and, and, and? I'm, I'm just Without Candyman. Shout out to Barry <laughs> on Grant. On a Sunday. Even podcast. On a Sunday. Make sure you put that in there. Well, sh- yeah, shout, shout out, out to our boy Barry Grant. Episodes. Yep, 100. Yeah. Big, big triple digits. Yeah, shout outs to that man, the hardest working man in sports podcast. And shout, and shout out to the trial episode too, by the way. Yo, come yeah. on, man! <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> you're still even here. I'm surprised <laughs> you're here. Ain't you I'm sorry, Al. Al, you had it coming. <laughs> you had it coming, bro. I knew that was going to come. Phone anyway. check, phone check, phone check, phone check, sucker. Get off the phone. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> time for your one cup of coffee in a. Anyway, I don't smoke cigarettes. But anyway. Yeah. Um, moving on. Yeah, yeah, like Master P. You got a cigarette? <laughs> uh, I'm about to start. I'm about to move on, like Maya and Silk the Shocker. All right, moving yeah. on. Moving you on. Move on. You you can move on like Maya and Silk the Shocker, but he has time to grow. So go ahead, move on. <laughs> Unfortunately, there will never be another album of Pop Smoke music released. The vault is empty. They have used the last of of what was known to exist. So uh, yeah, we will never hear. New pop smoke music ever again. Uh, your thoughts, fellas? Sad. It's such a shame. Kid had so much potential. And say what you want, man, but he united people when it came to his music. You know, he had a lot of feel good, bring people together kind of hip hop music. So knowing that there's nothing in the vault, it's just sad that his legacy will live on. But his music, you know, we won't get nothing fresh. But I know. Some guys here on the podcast ain't really uh, too big on the posthumous albums, and I get it. And sometimes it's done completely wrong. In the case of Pop Smoke with the last album, you know, it just kind of wasn't hitting. But just try to keep his name alive, man. And any party I go, any party I, I, I'm emceeing or hosting, man, I'm going to try to make sure that my Welcome to the Party song is, is playing in memory of him. This is kind of a test to me because, number one, he he was taken away at a young age. I wasn't much of a fan of Pop Smoke nor the type of drill music production like that. But at a young age, he shouldn't have been taken away because he was he was right there. He was he was growing even more. Um, but I feel like this is a test to these so-called fans and see if they really a fan of his music. So if they're not playing this music, let's see if they, you know, so-called, oh, I was a fan of Pop Smoke before he passed away. And I bet you guaranteed with this type of news, 
some most of the fans are going to try or i'm not going to say try but i think some of these fans are completely going to forget in other words they were faking the funk the whole damn time as far as his legacy go but um it, yeah. it, it but but it does suck that he doesn't have more music but again he he didn't even get to live he didn't even get to live and see his first album when the news broke out, it was his friend Mike D that that uh, that did an interview, and um, he said he was around when Pop was recording most songs, and he said when he heard the uh, when he heard the album that came out after he died, and you know his because he's released what. Two posthumous releases. Yeah, this new yeah. one just since he passed is that is that is, is that the accurate? Yeah, he yeah. said the songs were completely different. He said he said it was new artists on it, new beats. He didn't understand it, and um, he said he didn't even know that they were dropping all these songs. And he he wished that the that the music was spread out a little more. You know, what I mean, because he said instead of dropping all thirty songs felt that the producers and the people should have waited, you know, drop 10 here, drop 10 there, wait a while, let it marinate. So he felt, and I, and I, and it's, it's a shame. Like you guys said, you know, he was taken before he could even enjoy, you know, his, 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 his hard work and his fan base is huge. Like I mentioned on the show plenty of times, you go to these clubs, they put on to the party, they put on all these joints and people get up, they start dancing to it. And, it's a, uh, it's sad, really. It's a sad thing. I just hope his family, you know, is getting what they need from it. Yeah, I feel the same way. As long as his family is getting something, you know. But um, yeah, I was, yeah. I will say, That's the most like, thing. yeah, it's mostly about his family. Let's just think about his family right now, because again, Pop is not here anymore. Right. Um, his life was taken away way too soon, and he was, he was only like what twenty twenty one, twenty. Damn, he he just got into twenty. That's crazy, and I ain't gonna lie, man. I I I. Some people say he reminded me. They reminded me of fifty, but I felt like, as far as music wise, I felt like I saw a little bit of your, uh, Lloyd Banks as far as vocal wise. I don't know why. Nah, I, I, he sounds like 50. maybe both, but I don't know. But he had a deep ass voice for a twenty year old. I thought that was bad. Yeah. It's that it's that it's that delivery. That's why people were, were interested to hear how him and X would sound together. Wow. Oh man, I'm I'm sad. Yeah. There's no more music out, but it just goes like everybody else who died way too soon. Like Big Pun, Big L, like you know, like these guys didn't know that they were gonna die when they died, and the the, and well, the well dried up, but. Just because he's dead and there's yeah. no more new music don't mean you can't go back and listen to the same thing over and over. I still listen to 100% uh, almost weekly. So It's unfortunate that's the only song you choose to listen, listen to. Yo, bro, I'm about to say, man. That's very of unfortunate. Song. That's very my unfortunate. favorite big Very unfortunate. Song. You're a terrible big it's, pun it's fan. It's sad. It's sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. I mean, I mean 100% very is a, sad is, a, is a, out of, out of everything. It's an why, anthem, why don't get me wrong. That? Why do y'all dislike that song? And, and Rev. I, and I Rev, never said I dislike. And, that's, and Rev, that's... Rev, 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 Rev. And Rev, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Rev. Nope. 
that song is beautiful, but the reason why this guy likes it is because the hook and the hook alone. He that's doesn't care about the song. He doesn't care about the meaning of the song. That's exactly. That's the only part he cares about. I also like the, about the, I like the music. That's the video. only part he's going to do. He don't care about the video. He don't care about the song itself. Now, for you, he wanted to listen to the song, the salsa dance. I've never even heard it. Exactly. <laughs> so that's it. Stop telling lies to the people that tell the truth why you like that song. I like the song because the song is hot. No, wrong. Wrong. See? There he goes. There he goes. With that painful, painful, painful singing. Painful singing. You should. You should stop. We still made it to the top. Nah. Come right, on. apparently you at the bottom. That is the most painful singing I ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, painful. Uh, uh, uh. You, you a so-called big pun fan don't like 100%. You fraud, you. First of all, you ain't a pun fan, the... period. I am a pun fan. You are not a pun fan. You are not Bro, a pun fan. Every time we all. talk about pun, the first thing and the only thing you like to bring up is 100%. That's not true. He knows nothing. About you ain't a killer. He knows nothing. Come on, come on, come on, fam. You're my darling, darling. Why are you even here? I ain't asked you for the OJs. <laughs> I ain't asked you for a hook from the OJs. That's how the songs start off, though. I ain't, I, I ain't asked you for a hook from the OJ. You can't but even give me a verse. Yeah, you just went, you went back to the painful singing. You can't, you can't give me a verse. You can't give me a line. You can't give me. You can't even give me an ad lib. Get out of here, man! And don't you ad lib from uh, it's so hard. I'm not a player, but I fuck a lot. Come on, man. Come so on. disrespectful. So disrespectful. It's disgusting. Oh, I'm anyway. a big puff fan. Yo, Rev, you see what I've been dealing with for over a decade, man. <laughs> it's he did it to fault. himself. <laughs> he did it exactly. to himself. <laughs> All them songs I just mentioned, Rev. All them songs I just mentioned. He knows nothing about. That. So, so why I got? So why I got the CD? Huh? That thing's probably still wrapped up in plastic. <laughs> just to look at it. Bro, you got on. the CD. You got the CD just to look at it. That's you all. Know what, you know what? Another one of my. You know what? Another one of my favorite big pun songs is. What's I'm that? laughing at you now. Oh yeah. I love that song. Come on, don't play with me. Play with. Yourself, <laughs> that song out of all the songs, you man. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, he's laughing at you. Yeah, he's laughing at you. All right, we all laughing at you, man. I laugh at cartoon characters. Moving on. Um, did he help Shine secure a U.S. visa to meet with senators and improve relations between the United States and Belize? This one made me uh scratch my head and be like, okay, this is odd, but uh. Go on, QG. Talk to us about about uh, Shine and his and, and his political work. When Bad Boy and Diddy did the Bad Boys for and everything like that, and when they had Shine appear on the screen to do his part, I was like, okay, there's 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 a level of communication here. So things was settled way prior to this, and how this is is like, um, you know, they put the past behind them. Shine was recently given a visa to meet with the U.S. senators and members of Congress. And it's like Candyman mentioned, to establish new relationships with uh, the United States and Belize. And Shine is a member of the Belizean House of Representatives. 
And um, the articles and the research says that Diddy, you know, he helped with the process. There's no details of what exactly happened, but uh, Shine has now entered the U.S. on uh, diplomatic business. And this was something that went back, the issue between them, December 27th, 1999. Everybody knows about the infamous NYC club where what took place. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff that was said from Shine in regards to Diddy. And um, ever since then, years have passed. Shine is in a different place in his life. So is Diddy and cooler heads have prevailed. And I'm just glad that I could see, you know, something like this. It shows growth. It shows maturity. So congratulations to Shine, man. Hope to see more things. It's it's funny because... Um, yeah, I love it. Like QG said, I, my bad, T.O. That's all good. Um, yeah, I, I agree with what like QG said. I agree with QG said. And like you said, it shows growth. And, and this is something a little bit of connection because I think for what I heard, or maybe I read, I think his father was also a prime minister. He was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And so it's like, he's trying to help follow his father's footsteps, probably continue the legacy and everything. But, you know, some people, you get a second chance after you go to jail. You know, sometimes jail do, does two things. I ain't never been in jail and I pray I don't and I don't want to. But, um, the thing is, it's like either you change or you don't change, but we'll see. So I think during the years, um, Shine also, you know, he had a hell of a growth. He had to grow a lot. And uh, what did he, did he convert to? Um, Judaism. Judaism, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't, I think he became not Jamal now. I think it was Moses Barrel now. Moses Michael Levy. Yep, Moses. So... And then the whole thing with the whole Belize, because I remember when it first appeared that he was going to run for prime minister. I said, oh, shit. I said, Sean has really changed and he's really growing. And, you know, like QG said, he's in a better place mentally. So when he got the position and when he won it, I was really happy for him because I like Sean as a rapper back then. I mean, I wasn't a fan of that whole Godfather Bury Alive thing, no offense. But his first album, it was actually it was actually good. I, love I agree. Yeah. I agree. Oh God, man! Oh, yeah, man. So it you in the hospital, Candy Man? No, that's Barrington Levy's part. That's not Barrington Levy. That's Barrington <laughs> dead. <laughs> Barrington who? Barrington dead. You keep singing like that, you're gonna kill him. See, he, this is why. This is what we talking about. He does it to himself, <laughs> and he does it to us. That is very tortured. But um, yeah, shout out to Sean. And I know, and I know like Al said is a head scratcher because you know, sometimes people look at Diddy sideways, especially all the stuff that's been happening with Bad Boy Records, the curse of Bad Boy, the death of Biggie, and all the other stuff. So I mean, I mean, well, see, well, my thing is you got him a visa, but you should have did way more for him way back in the day. Because they they acquitted you and found him guilty, but people forget that, huh? That does at the same time, we don't know what took place behind the scenes. Yeah, they've had to have had a conversation. They yeah. they've had, yeah. had to have a conversation prior to whatever the media reported. Yeah, and Shine Shine got a public defender, and Diddy had Johnny Cochran. <laughs> but well, see, this was... is what I had asked for earlier, as far as having a seat at the table, because you know he's visiting U.S. Congress and state senators. 
in the House mm-hmm. of um, Representatives pretty much to uh, strengthen relationships and establish new relationships to further develop Belize. And like I said earlier, that's what I want. I want a seat at the table for these guys. And Sean had to transition into politics to get that. He's not going there on behalf of hip hop, but he is a hip hop guy. He's known as a hip hop guy. And now he's, you know, pretty much in, embarked in this career of politics. But this is what I wanted earlier, just a seat at the table, just, you know, talking, coming together and and showing action more than anything, because this could be for nothing if nothing gets done. But did he? Yeah, we know what happened back in the day with him, J-Lo and Shine and Shine was the goon and everything like that. But as QG said, you know, people grow and people mature. And it's it's great to see this, you know, because I don't want to see them have beef forever, e- even though this could have really resulted into a lot of time for all parties involved. But I like to see it, man. Decades later, I like to see the growth and maturity as QG um, harped on. All right. Well, that, that's been spoken. And. Our final topic of discussion, the hottest topic of the show tonight. Um, Kendrick Lamar parting ways with Top Dog Entertainment, a move that caught me and Rev by surprise because when he found out, I found out, and uh, we was together and we was both like shocked. So, um, Rev, you want to start us off? So, one thing I do want to get clear is this his final album ever, or is it his final album on TDE? Because if it's his final album on TDE, you know, I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath for another Kendrick album, but it, it's sad that TDE will kind of like let him walk, per se. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Kendrick and his personal life. If he's just not into hip hop or rap no more. I mean, he he kind of stated that in his um letter that he had wrote and it kind of didn't leave the best feeling with me as far as his career goes. But I feel robbed because we never got that Kendrick and J. Cole album that we deserve as hip hop fans, especially everything we went through the past decade with, you know, this mumble rap and drill music, say what you want. But I feel like guys like Kendrick and Cole should give us some material, man. We need more material and guys like Kendrick to step up and, and take that torch. And that's what I'm interested to see too. Who is going to take that torch if Kendrick does put the mic down? Cause you know, there's a slew of MCs who's not getting much accolades or credit that they deserve. So I want to see who's going to take it because Kendrick is one of the, the front men of real hip hop, along with Cole. And, you know, say what you want, but Drake is a big top earner, too. So he's in the conversation. But, but as far as him leaving TDE, I mean, they'll be all right. They got Schoolboy Q. I like Schoolboy Q a Still lot. J Rock. Absolutely. J Rock is good. Yeah, don't sleep on J Rock. Absol, too. And um, Isaiah Rashad, too. He, he, he does his thing. But I'm surprised, man. And this album. <laughs> I know it's going to live up to expectations. I ain't worried about um, Kendrick too much, but I'm, I'm waiting to see when it comes out. And then if that's the case, would this be his last album ever? We'll see. You, you know what I think about this? It's I was shocked too when I heard it, but I was like, Kendrick leaving TDE? Like how? But so I've heard that there's no bad, bad blood between the company and him leaving. So at least it's on good terms. But but other artists that's on there, I felt like, did they, here's, here's my thing. Kendrick, I felt like, was obviously the marketing tool of TDE. I, but Schoolboy Q has some 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 shine. So did uh, J-Rock has some shine, too. But the thing is, this is now putting pressure on them. Who's going to take over now when he leaves? Do you feel, do, do people feel like he was putting TDE on his back as far as mainstream-wise go? 
Well, it's like they say in sports, next man up. Because um Yep, somebody gotta step up big. And so if nobody step, and if nobody steps up, then the empire is gonna crumble. It's that simple. Because if you look at it, he was the one doing the most. But he did say he was dealing with some stuff with his life and everything. So we will see. And I'm kind of confused too, because because I thought it was his last album on on Top Dog Entertainment. I didn't. I don't think it's his last album ever. If it is, then. But, but, but come on, how many rappers have said, "Yo, this is my last album," and it was it was far from their last album? Jay Z, Jay Z, Master P, like, come on, man, Mace, like, it's not. It's not gonna be his. It's, it's not gonna be his last album. It may be his last album on um, Top Dog, but I think um, Top Dog himself also said that he's still gonna be helping backing up Kendrick even on his future. Um, uh, um yeah. To um, clarify all of that, um, Top Dog released a statement and he said the whole goal when they started this thing was to make music and make money and make history. And they did things 10 times over and then some. They su he, he supports Ken in whatever he decided. And like you guys mentioned, mental health is a big deal. We didn't see Kendrick. Kendrick didn't tweet. Kendrick didn't do any appearances. There was a picture floating around. Kendrick had a full beard. And they even said, he turned his electronic devices. Nobody could find him. It's like he was in. He was kind of in hibernation, if anything. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. But who knows? Maybe it's the beginning of, of something well, new. But my my thing is Black Hippie the group. I, I could just say this like right now. It's I don't know, man. It, it's time for Schoolboy Q or everybody else. Now it's their turn. This is their time to shine. I mean, You're, I took it as. I took it cutting off everybody and everything and just hunkering down to focus on the album. He released nine albums. You got Good Kid, Mad City. You got the Deluxe Edition. You got Pimp Butterfly. You got the Untitled, Unmasked. You got Damn. 2016. You got Damn. You got Damn, the Collector's Edition. You got the Black Panther album. And, and, and of course, Overly Dedicated. So it's like, where do you go? What do you do? He put out the letter and he said it in the letter. I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief disturb my comfort zone. He's a very introverted guy. I understand that about Kendrick. He spends a lot of time alone or with his loved ones, and that's it. He's not really a social media guy. He's not a guy that's really out there. But I hope, you know, that he's okay mentally, and he just does his thing for this album. I know it's going to be dope because he's a great lyricist. So at the end of the day, as long as he's all right, that's all I care for as a fan because mental is very important. And he's opened up about his depression before. So yep. as long as he's good, I know everything's going to be okay with him and TDE. And like you guys mentioned on the roster, schoolboy queuing them, they got to, you know, carry the reins. Well, like they say, all good things come to an end eventually. So, And don't be shocked if you uh, don't be shocked. Years. And don't be shocked if J. Cole's on that album. He's given them 17 years of blood, sweat, and tears in this game, Kendrick. Man, I'll never forget yeah, the first time I... Kendrick stuff wasn't that good. No, I'm sorry. That's saying early Kendrick stuff wasn't that good. I know you had said 17 yeah, years, but it was it was it was it was odd. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was bro. Yeah, no question about it. It had to it had to it had to grow me until I heard that Rick and Mortis song. Absolutely. Oh, this guy's crazy. Yeah, I, I as time went on, as time went on, he grew. I, yeah, I love Section 80, but that K-Dot stuff wasn't really with that. 
Yeah, the um, I that was the first time I had ever heard of Kendrick was Section 80. I don't know any of his music before that. But yeah, every all good things must come to an end. Who knows? We and it's crazy because like some record labels, the marquee artist leaves and the label dies, and sometimes it prospers. So we'll see what happens. But like I said, Schoolboy school and J Rock are pretty good, but can they uh man the ship without Kendrick remains to be seen. Well, I've been hearing the the like a little hyping up on it. What's his name? I uh Isaiah Rashad. I've been hearing about him too now, so this could be his chance as well. Could be. You never know. Well, TDE has still got the deal with Interscope, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. My thing is, him leaving TDE, does he still have his own deal with Interscope? Probably. I mean, that's up to him and Drake. Well, and, well I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. Him, oh, yeah. He, him, and, uh, him and Jimmy Iovine, you mean? I meant, yeah, I meant Jimmy. And just because he left the imprint doesn't mean he won't have his own solo deal, so mm-hmm. you know how that goes. And maybe it's that time for him to get a, you know, his own thing. And um, I don't want to see Kendrick retire, but at the same time, if that's what's best for him mentally, then Godspeed and God bless. But yep, this has been uh, another episode of the Rap Lab. Uh, if you if you got something you want to say, Rap Lab Pod on IG, DM us. Um, hit us up, raplabpod at gmail.com. Because, you know, after a while, we got to start answering our questions because yeah, I love to flood the inbox. But uh, anybody want to say anything before we get out of here, or, or y'all good? Everybody be yeah, well, just, be safe uh, out there. Yep, everybody be safe out there with everything that's going on with the storms, pandemics, hurricanes. Yes. And we we want to send prayers to Haiti. We got to send please. prayers and yeah, love man. and spirituality please, to Haiti please, all around. Please, it's please. Been, it's yes. been a disaster. If there's anything anybody out there could donate, anything anybody out there could send to do, prayers will do as well. Just please, 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 please send that energy that way. Cause they really going through it right now. Yeah, Haiti really right. needs it. So, uh, yeah, do what y'all can for Haiti, yo. And uh, with that being said, it's been another episode of the Lab, and uh, we catch y'all next Sunday. Peace, sir. Peace.